Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, I'm Sarah. And I'm Toby. And this is the Whispering Woods podcast. This episode is all about... Krampus. It is. How exciting. We know how much I love Christmas. Not. So let's make it a bit spooky. (laughs) Right, first of all, I am going to play a trailer for you. Um, This is a new podcast called Let's Talk About. Um, It's really good fun, actually. I've had a listen and it does crack me up. One thing to say, it's not suitable for kids, this podcast, as um, there's a lot of swearing in it, a lot of potty mouthing. But what did make me laugh was um, Liam, one of the guys who does the podcast, said to me, it may not be appropriate for your son because of the swearing. And I had to laugh and say, well, he actually swears more than I do, to be fair. So, (laughs) but here is that trailer. Welcome to Let's Talk About, the ultimate destination for meaningful conversations. Hello guys, we're your hosts, Liam and Billy. We're here to bring you jaw-dropping moments, laughter and maybe a few tears. Tune in every Sunday and prepare for conversations that have no limits. From pop culture to ghosts and aliens, true crime and much more. Here we have no boundaries and we want you all to be involved. We're here to entertain, inform and most importantly connect with you. So hit that subscribe button and join us on this captivating journey. You will find us on all major podcast platforms. So once again, subscribe to Let's Talk About. We've got a shout out to Fanta. 
We have indeed. Fanta wrote a lovely email and it's gorgeous and she likes to get frightened on her way to work. So has been listening to the podcast. Thanks so much for taking the time to write that, Fanta. We really appreciate it. Now, if you want to support the podcast, you can do so by sending us a message, leaving us a review, coming and saying hi on um, our social media channels, or you can go to patreon.com forward slash the whispering woods. Keep forgetting what I'm going to say, but I'll, I'll get there, I promise. Right. So today's episode, we have three Krampus stories and then one story that's sort of set around Christmas time. So, are you ready for the first story, Toby? Yes, I am. A few winters ago, my ex-boyfriend and I found ourselves navigating a seemingly desolate road in New Hampshire. We were returning home, our newborn baby nestled in the back seat from a visit to his family who still lived in our old neighbourhood. It was an area notorious for its unsettling atmosphere, hemmed in by a dense, eerie forest. The road was familiar, yes, but that didn't stop the feeling of our knees as we set upon our journey. We'd lived on that road before, in a small cabin in the woods, but we moved out because it was too creepy and dangerous. We'd seen and heard some weird things there, and once my ex witnessed a man trying to kidnap a woman into the forest. It was a place where bad things happened, and we felt it. The conversation that night is now pretty hazy and probably irrelevant. An indistinct murmur lost in the annals of time. Yet I vividly recall the sudden, heart-stopping moment when something monstrous appeared at the periphery of my vision. A grotesque silhouette, and it was running parallel to our car, dwarfed only by the towering trees it was racing past. A behemoth of the night, it was a creature of terrifying proportions, its form barely discernible in the suffocating darkness. Its legs, reminiscent of a goat yet distorted, Inverted even, galloping with a chilling swiftness. The crunching of the undergrowth beneath its monstrous hooves, creating a macabre symphony with the howling wind. The creature was an apparition, a tangible shadow born from the abyss. Its enormous hairy form moving with the speed that defied its size. It was no ordinary beast of the forest neither a bear or a moose, but something far more sinister, an entity that seemed to be toying with us, its presence an ominous harbinger of death. I was speechless. I didn't know what to say or do. I looked at my ex, hoping that he would tell me that I was imagining things, that it was a prank, but he looked as scared as I did. He'd seen it too and he'd no idea what it was. He said in a voice that was shaky and scared, What What the the hell hell is that? that? He stepped on the gas, trying to get away from the creature. But the thing was fast and it kept up with us. It seemed to be playing with us, enjoying our fear. 
Eventually, we managed to outrun it, and upon looking at the rearview mirror, I saw the beast was now stood in the middle of the road laughing. It was huge, bigger than any animal I'd ever seen. It had horns, fur and hooves. It was dark and shadowy, but I could see its red eyes, its sharp teeth and its long tongue. It looked like Krampus, the monster who punished naughty children at Christmas time. Even now, we sometimes talk about it because it was so strange and scary. That road always gave us the creeps. If I drove, I'd love to go Krampus hunting. Uh, probably not. Or would I go on my own then? I'd get my own crew together without <laughs> you. <laughs> I'd love it. There's nah, I just don't get it why you'd go out searching for something that causes trouble and is not not searching for you. Because it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to have a spirit of adventure, yeah? yeah. Now, um, it reminds me a bit of saying that of this film called Troll Hunter, which is another film I like to watch at Christmas because I love to spread the festive cheer. And um, they, that's basically what they do. They they go out thinking these are mythical creatures, the trolls. Um, they go and hunt them. Well, they follow a hunter around, actually, and find out that they are very real. If you haven't watched it, I highly recommend it, especially for this time of year. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Are you ready for the second Krampus story? Yes, I am. This is a true story that happened to me when I was a kid. It still haunts me to this day, especially around Christmas time. Some of you may think I'm making this up, or that I imagined it all, but I swear it's all real. There are many more things that I saw and heard in that house, but I'll just tell you the most terrifying one. And believe it or not, I lived in two other haunted houses in my life. If you want to hear about those two, just let me know. When I was six, my family moved to a new house. We were a big family, with six kids and two parents. The house was old and cheap, in a neighbourhood that was close to a factory. The first year was pretty normal. I don't remember anything weird happening. But when I turned seven, everything changed. Almost every night... I would hear someone walking up the stairs that led to the second floor where the bedrooms were. At first, I thought it was one of my brothers or sisters going up to bed, because the steps were soft and slow. I listened carefully to the steps every night, until one night I realised something was wrong. There were only six or seven steps. I knew there were more than that, because I counted them once. There were 14. I wondered who was on the stairs and why they stopped halfway. Maybe they changed their mind, or maybe they were hiding. I got up from bed and looked at the stairs. There was no one there. That's when I knew there was something else in the house that I couldn't see. I decided to investigate the stairs and find out who or what was making the noise. I noticed that each stair had a different sound. Some creaked and some groaned and some did both. 
I learned to recognise each, and I found out that the ghostly visitor was walking up the stairs every night, but never reaching the top. That made me feel a little better, since my bedroom door was right at the top of the stairs. But soon, the ghostly activity in the house got worse and more aggressive. The steps I heard before were gentle and quiet, as if they didn't want to wake me up. But now they were loud and angry, as if they wanted to scare me. On Christmas Eve that year, I think it was 1974, I was lying in my bed, waiting for Santa to come. I couldn't sleep. I was too excited and full of candy and cookies. I shared a room with my two sisters, who were older than me, so they went to bed later than me. I started to hear scratching and banging on my bedroom ceiling. I was thrilled. Santa was here. But then, the scratching turned into a dragging sound, like a heavy trunk was being dragged across my ceiling. And there was a clanging sound, like metal chains. He uses bells, I thought. The same thing happened the next Christmas Eve too. And by then, I knew for sure that it wasn't Santa who was making those noises. Then there was the breathing. Sometimes, when I was playing in my room or doing homework, I would hear heavy breathing. I couldn't tell where it was coming from. It seemed to come from everywhere, and it was loud. The worst thing was the crashes. They were horrible. The first time it happened, I thought a plane had crashed into the side of the house. I searched every room and couldn't find anything broken or out of place. It was like nothing had happened, but I knew it had. It happened again and again, and I never got used to it. It always made me jump and scream. One night I had enough. I decided to confront the ghost and tell it to leave us alone. I waited until everyone was asleep and I went downstairs. I grabbed a flashlight and a kitchen knife. I was scared but I was also really angry. I walked into the living room where the crashes usually happened. I turned on the flashlight and I shouted, Who are you? What do you want? Why are you here? Leave us alone. I waited for an answer but there was none. I felt a bit stupid. Maybe there wasn't a ghost. Maybe it was all in my head. I turned off the flashlight and I was about to go back to bed when I heard it. A voice, deep and raspy, saying, I'm here for you. I'm not leaving. You're mine. I froze and dropped the flashlight and knife. I looked around and saw him. He was standing in the corner and he was smiling. He was tall and skinny, with hooves and horns, a long tongue protruding from his mouth. He was Krampus, and he was real. Hello, child. I've been watching you. You've been very naughty this year. You've lied and cheated, stolen and hurt. You deserve to be punished. I'm feeling generous today. You have a chance to redeem yourself. You must change the way you live your life, or else I'll come back for you next year, and then you will be mine. 
and you'll come with me. He snapped his whip and swung his sack. He walked towards me and I backed away. I tried to run and I succeeded. I escaped and ran outside. I saw the snow and the stars and I cried. He shouted. Merry Christmas, child. You have one year to change or you'll go to hell. He left and thankfully I never saw him again. I was really scared and shaken. I realised how wrongly I'd been behaving with my siblings and parents. I turned it all around. I decided to change my behaviour. I apologised and became a better person. I waited and wondered though. But I never forgot and I never repeated that behaviour. I just get Santa on the case. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think... I just write a letter, innit? Krampus is troubling us. (laughs) Come on, Santa. Duff him up. (laughs) He's saying that I've been misbehaving and he's watching me, but that's not right. (laughs) Well, I reckon he gets gets the list from Santa, you know, and he said, like, go go get him, tiger. Mm. (laughs) These ones are yours. (laughs) They must have an option of a maybe, you know? Yeah. Kind of okay, but... Maybe is the coal in it. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) the coal. (laughs) Right, spooky though Are you ready for the second story? Yes I am I'm a long time lurker But this is my first time posting here I've been wanting to share this story for a while But I was too afraid to But now, since it's almost Christmas again I feel like I need to get this off my chest Maybe it will help me cope with what I saw Or maybe it will warn someone else who might encounter the same thing. Either way, here it goes. This happened two years ago, when I was 22 years old. I was studying abroad in Austria, as part of an exchange programme. I'd always wanted to visit Europe, especially during the winter, and experience the different cultures and traditions. I was staying with a host family in a small town near Salzburg and they were very kind and welcoming. They invited me to join them for their Christmas celebrations which included a lot of food and music. One of the things they told me about was Krampus. I'd never heard of it before but they explained that it was a half-goat, half-demon creature that punished naughty children during the Christmas period. He was the opposite of St. Nicholas, or Santa Claus. They said that on the night of December the 5th, the eve of St. Nicholas Day, that Krampus would roam the streets, looking for bad kids to beat with birch rods or drag off in his sack. They said that it was tradition to dress up as Krampus and scare people, especially children, as a way of having fun and keeping the old folklore alive. They showed me some pictures of the costumes and they looked terrifying. The masks had horns, fangs and long tongues and they wore fur coats with bells, chains and whips. They asked me if I wanted to join them for the Krampus sloth or the Krampus run with other people dressed as Krampus. I politely declined, saying that I was too scared to do that. They laughed and said that it was all in good spirits 
and that you shouldn't worry. They went off to the Grandpa's loft and said they'd come back to pick me up for the Christmas party at their friend's house. I'd stay home and watch some TV or read a book until they returned. I agreed thinking it would be a nice quiet evening. I was wrong. It was around 9pm when they left. I wished them a good time and locked the door behind them. I decided to watch some Netflix on my laptop and relax on the couch. I was feeling a bit homesick and I missed my family and friends. I wondered what they were doing and if they were thinking of me. I checked my phone and saw that I had a few messages from them. I replied, feeling a little better now. I put my phone away and resumed watching my show. I don't know how long I was watching, but I was interrupted by a loud knock on the door. I jumped, startled by the sudden noise. I looked at the clock and saw that it was 10.30pm. I wondered who it could be and why they were knocking so hard. I got up from the couch and walked towards the door. I looked through the peephole and I saw a group of people standing outside. They were wearing Krampus costumes and they looked very realistic. They were laughing and shouting and banging on the door. I thought I recognised some of them as my host's family's friends and realised that they were probably coming back from the Krampus run and decided to stop by and prank me. I rolled my eyes and decided to play along. I opened the door and greeted them. Hey guys, what's up? I said, trying to sound casual. They stopped laughing and looked at me with a mix of surprise and amusement. They started to speak in German and I could only catch a few words. I heard them say Americana and Krampus. I guess they were making fun of me for being an American, a scaredy cat and a potential victim of the Krampus. I smiled nervously and tried to act cool. Aha, very Very funny funny guys. guys. You really got me. me. Nice Nice costumes, costumes, by the way. They look very authentic, I said, complimenting them. They smiled back and nodded. They said something else in German, and one of them stepped forward. He was the tallest and the most muscular of the group. He had a mask that looked like a goat skull with long horns and sharp teeth. He had a fur coat that covered his body and a chain that wrapped around his waist. He had a whip in one hand and a sack in the other. He looked at me with his dark eyes and spoke in a deep voice. I didn't understand everything he said, but I got the gist of it. He was saying that they'd put a lot of effort into their costumes and that they were here to get me. He was saying that I was a bad child and that I had to be punished. He said that Krampus would take me away and I would never come back. He was obviously joking and trying to scare me. I decided to play along and act scared. Oh no, please don't take me away. I'm not a bad child, I swear. I've been good all year, I promise. Please spare me, I said in a fake pleading tone. But then the fun stopped and a look of seriousness came over them. Something changed in their eyes. Stood just behind them, I could make out a large silhouette just by the tree line as the mass began to move forward. Relying on all of my senses, I managed to slam the door shut just as the men tried to grab me. 
They may have been wearing masks and costumes, but whatever that thing was, was certainly not. The banging on the door continued for another hour or so, as the Krampuses tried to break in. I heard them curse and scream, and I heard the sound of chains and whips. I was terrified. I wished that my host family would come back soon. I barricaded myself in the bathroom, hoping they would give up and leave, or that someone would hear the commotion and call the police. I tried to call my host family, but it went straight to voicemail. I wondered where they were and if they were safe. Then, all of a sudden, the banging stopped. I heard a car arrive and my host family were finally home. I ran down the stairs to greet them and when I looked out into the front yard, I saw the marks of the Krampus's feet and the trail of the beast. It was enormous and it had cloven hooves. But luckily, it was gone. Have you ever watched the Krampus run on like YouTube and stuff? Oh, I don't think so. But they all dress up. It's brilliant. They're, the costumes are fantastic. They're amazing. They all dress up as Krampus for the Krampus run and then um, sort of growl at people and hit them with sticks and stuff like that. It's brilliant. I really <laughs> want someone to do a Krampus run here. You know, because we have the zombie run, don't we? The zombie walk, yeah. The zombie walk, is it? Yeah, I yes, guess. I, I guess. remember that. <laughs> you could have fast zombies and slave ones, can't you? Yeah. But I'd love it if somebody did the Krampus run here. I'm well up for it. I'd be like a lady Krampus. <laughs> whacking people <laughs> into behaving. <Sure. laughs> I have a good evil laugh to go with it. <laughs> right, are you ready for the fourth story that isn't about Krampus, but I wanted to end on this one because it's kind of nice. Yes, I am. It was Christmas Eve, and I was doing what I do every Christmas Eve after our family dinner. Going for a solitary walk, reflecting on the year behind me, and imagining the year ahead. I wasn't in the best mental space. My mother had just been diagnosed with a malignant tumour in November. I walked south on a rural road outside the city limits. It might sound like a long trek, but it really isn't. I'm surrounded by fields after only around 20 minutes. After I pass the halfway marker, a windmill wrapped in Christmas lights, the city lights fell away. The moon wasn't out and the sky was filled with stars. 20 minutes beyond the windmill, my head started to get a very strange feeling almost as if a thousand microorganisms were messaging my brain, kneading the grey matter in an almost loving way. It felt like something was being both removed and added. I could hear a slow, deep, pulsing sound, and in a flash I was looking at a completely different part of the night sky, as if something had been edited out of a movie. In the darkness of the road ahead, there was now a green glow. It was about my height, and the middle section was moving. The closer I got, the more it resembled a human form, and the middle part was a pair of arms beckoning me. This green glow started to resemble my mother, 
the same physical features, perhaps an idealised version, and I had a strong feeling that it was a completely different person or entity. The mouth opened wide, and instead of words, there was only the same pulsing sound that I was experiencing in my head. As the pulsing continued, the features of my mother began to swirl around like a tornado and stretch vertically. There was no sound except for the pulsing, which was becoming deeper and somehow merging with the pulsing in my brain. I fell on the ground and watched this entity stretch up to the sky with the arms now outspread. As it stretched, it arced and became thinner and thinner until it disappeared. When I finally arrived home, my family was sleeping. I didn't see my mother until a week later. I think it was on New Year's Day. She seemed uncharacteristically positive, talking about the year ahead and how she refused to allow the cancer to define her or defeat her. I didn't tell her anything about what happened on Christmas Eve and I didn't think there was any connection. Weeks later, she did a series of routine blood tests and the results came back normal. Her oncologist ordered an MRI and a CAT scan and both showed no sign of the tumour from November. My mother has always attributed this to the power of positive thinking. My father thinks she must have been misdiagnosed. I still hear the pulsing from time to time, and only at night. It scares me. Will I be revisited one day and forced to repay this gift? And I do think of it as a gift, from where I have no idea. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I really like that story. Yeah. You know, I thought we'd finish with that one because um, the opposite to me, where I don't like Christmas... Um, I don't want to be bar humbug all the time. So I thought we'd finish with a nice story. Yeah. <laughs> and good on the mum, you know? I love that. That's the end of this episode. Hope you enjoyed and we'll catch up with you again soon. We will indeed. We will catch up with you again on Thursday for some more kind of Christmas-themed stories. Actually, I think it's just the one that I've got that's based around Christmas. But a long one. Take care, everyone. Goodbye. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.